Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I've got something totally different for you. It's a story of crisis, uncertainty, perseverance, and it has a surprise ending. So sit back and enjoy the show. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. It was a late Sunday afternoon, and my house is completely filled with screaming children, throwing things. We had all the cousins over, and uh, there was at least 15 people in the house. My wife was pulling some food out of the freezer and was starting to cook dinner, and I just eased into the couch and started to watch a Sunday afternoon football game. Now, earlier, I had got a brand new iPhone, and I started messing with it, trying to see how good the battery life was, and I did drain the batteries quite a bit. And so I ended up charging the phone quite a distance from where I was sitting. Normally, I've got my phone on me at all times. And I missed a text message that came through around 4, 12 p.m. And it said, we have a bit of an emergency. Our Facebook page is missing. You around? (laughs) Of course, I never got that message. Um, 12 minutes later, the phone rings. And uh, I asked my wife to pick it up. And it is... Eric Fisher. So what happened, Eric? Well, first and foremost, uh, (laughs) I got the response, Mike's phone. So I knew she, you know, you weren't there right away. But then I heard uh, all the, the, you know, family banter in the background and I heard you coming to the phone. And so I prepared myself to let you know that I, because I assumed you hadn't seen the text message yet. Hence the call, <laughs> and uh, figure out a way to tell you that, yeah, 
our Facebook page is missing. Our Facebook page is missing. That's probably what I said. <laughs> you know, um, now at this point, you know, it's been about 15 minutes since you texted me. What's going through your head while you realize this? Well, first and foremost, when I first found out, I kind of went on the protocol that we usually do when we have, you know, some kind of hiccup that makes our site not show up and thought, okay, well, first and foremost, even though it's a Sunday afternoon and, you know, we should all be enjoying ourselves and enjoying life, all unfortunately emergencies dictate otherwise, I got to check with Mike. So, you know, I texted you and waited to get a response. Meanwhile, I'm kind of looking through and confirming facts myself of what I'd been told. And sure enough, it, it wasn't there. But And, and we're going to talk about why in a few minutes here. But so I yank out my laptop, actually my wife's laptop, and, and also start using my phone. And sure enough, it's not there. And I mean, it's like gone. So I even uh, later got a notification on my personal profile that said it was incomplete because it didn't list what company I work for. And I was like, whoa. So I started to do the following. First, I wanted to check to see if I could see the page on my mobile iPhone. And sure enough, I couldn't. Then I checked on my laptop and it was gone. Then I checked to see if I could maybe get in on the admin side of things because you know how it shows you pages that you manage. And sure enough, it wasn't there either. And then I even went to socialmediaexaminer.com and I started to wonder whether the Facebook widget that shows how many fans we have was there and, and it was gone there too. So um, I was like, wow, it's really gone. So before I get into what I want to say happened next, I want to reflect on what Eric said a few minutes ago. One of the key take-homes is that when you have an emergency is to train your people on how to act when it happens. So because Eric and the team had been trained, they knew that we had a protocol, which is to reach out to me um, by phone. And had Eric simply emailed me, this would have gone on probably all night long because I had family over and I wasn't going to be looking at my phone probably until very late at night. And by then it would have been probably too late to get like a leg up on this. So one of the key take-homes is to make sure that your team knows that in certain situations, it's okay to call you no matter what hour because some stuff demands an immediate response. So that's how I found out that we had a problem. And we, at this point, didn't know how long the problem had been going on. So my first thoughts were that immediately that, you know, we've been hacked or taken over. But then, and that was a quick fleeting thought because I recalled the Shailene Johnson story and I had her on the podcast, if you go back to socialmediaexaminer.com slash 158. And in the Shalene Johnson story, she talks about how her accounts were hacked and sold to the highest bidder. And in that particular episode, I went through step by step how she was able to secure all of her accounts and how you can secure your accounts and how we ended up securing our accounts. So some of the steps that we had already proactively taken are the following. And if you haven't done this, you really should. First and foremost, we make sure that everybody who has access to anything critical has two-step authentication turned on in their email. Now, we use uh, corporate Gmail accounts. And I know a lot of people have Gmail. Not everybody does. But if you do, it's simply google.com slash landing slash the number two step, two-step. 
And what this does is it sends a text message to your phone whenever anybody tries to log in to your email account from an unrecognized browser or device. Now, why is that so important? Because if somebody takes over your email account, they can literally take over everything. Why? Because you ever been to a website where it says, I forgot my password? Send me a new one to reset it. Well, guess where that goes? To your email address. So first and foremost, I knew that everybody who is active on our Facebook page, which I think is seven or eight people, um, all had or should have had that set up. So that was a little bit of a sense of ease. The other thing is that we turned on Facebook login approvals. And Facebook login approvals um, texts a little code to your mobile phone or generates a code and you use some sort of an app to get the code. And most of these codes are like six digits long and you have like a few minutes to enter them. And, and if you don't enter it right, then it, you know, sends a new, it, you know, it resets and it doesn't work. So if you don't have Facebook login approvals turned on, that's pretty straightforward. Go to facebook.com slash settings and then click on security and then click on login approvals and then login alerts. Um, and while you're at it, if you don't already have trusted contacts, this is another cool, important feature. If you're Facebook page ever gets hacked. Um, if you set up trusted contacts, which could be friends, family, colleagues, they can help you get back into your account. Um, and that's kind of a cool, important feature to set up. And I think you, you have to put in three. Um, so the good news is we were secured with two-step authentication and we had Facebook login approvals turned on. We also did a security audit of everyone on our team. So we knew we had just completed a security audit what, probably in the last couple months, right, Eric? Yeah, it was literally, you know, six to eight weeks ago. So, and, and what a security audit just involves is a bunch of questions that we ask every single person on our team. Like, for example, are you storing any passwords in your web browser? Do you have um, the one password or an equivalent app? Is your master password completely unique for that and separate from all the other passwords that you use? You know, these kinds of questions. And... Um, the other thing that we do is we have a master spreadsheet that's in a Google Doc where we store who has access to all the things that we have. So in there, we hadn't, unfortunately, we hadn't completely updated it. I just recently figured out. So I didn't know who exactly had administrative access. Um, and that's another thing that I think is important to do, which is to store in some sort of document, who are all the people that have editorial access and, and who are all the people that have administrative access? Because if something does go wrong, at least you can, you know, um, start looking at those people to see if something was up. Um, so I also started entertaining some of these, what I'll call what if thoughts. And these are not necessarily healthy, but one of the thoughts that went through my mind is five and a half years of organic growth to almost 400,000 Facebook fans, what if it's gone forever? Uh, that would really suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't know today if I could build a fan page as fast as I could in the olden days. And we get about 100,000 sessions a month driving to Social Media Examiner out of millions, you know, but still it's the biggest social network driving traffic to our site. And 70% of that traffic comes from our Facebook page. So what happens if that's gone? Did that thought ever go through your head, Eric? Yeah, that was my first thought too in, in terms of when I let myself go there and we didn't know what was going on and we were kind of stuck trying to figure out what to do and take those first steps. 
I, you know, I let fear happen a little bit. And my thought was, well, uh, do we start over? How do we start over? How do we succeed if we start over? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. It is. Um, so you got to understand like at this point, um, I'd hung up the phone with Eric and this, I'm like two minutes into this journey. Okay. And these are the thoughts that are going through my head. Um, everything around me kind of becomes blurred at this point. And I focus like, like a laser, all the screaming kids in the football game blur into the background. And I enter and do like this zone in my brain where I'm just like, all right, I'm going to start working this. And within minutes I posted something on my personal profile that says, and I posted it only to my friends, not publicly. I said, okay, friends, our social media examiner, Facebook page has fully disappeared from existence. Anyone have any suggestions on what to do? So this was like my intuitive response to ask my friends and followers on Facebook what the heck I ought to do. Now, I decided to do it only with friends and not do it publicly just in case there was something nefarious going on. You know, I was watching my email. Was I going to get some sort of a, you know, some sort of a, hey, pay a wire a thousand dollars here. You're not going to ever see your account again. I mean, these are the things I was thinking about, you know, and I don't want the public to know this just yet because I don't know totally what's going on. So that's why I did it only to friends. And later I decided that I would change it to public and you'll begin to understand why as we go into the story a little bit. So um, here were some of the questions that people were asking me on my post. Uh, did your admin accounts get compromised? And at this point, I'm thinking I'm the only admin. I had forgotten that Eric was also an admin as someone else on our team was. But my answer was no, because I knew they couldn't because of our security protocols. Did you, are you spending enough money to have a dedicated rep? No, we're not spending very much money. Um, did you get any emails or notifications from Facebook? Did you check your spam? Nothing. Didn't get anything. Are you sure that the page isn't just accidentally unpublished? <laughs> this is like walking through a parking lot when your car is stolen and saying, did I park in this lot? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't just unpublished, you know? Uh, so there was the answer no to that one. And then did you move it to business manager? I'm like, no, what the heck is business manager? Um, so, you know, all these questions that people kept asking over and over again, it was no, 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 none of that. Now I, I since discovered that you can set up an easier way to manage your accounts with this thing called business manager and it's business.facebook.com. And, um, if we get around to talking about that later, we'll, we'll come back to that, but very simply it allows you to, um, do some cool stuff and quickly look up your account IDs and fun, and fun stuff like that. So, um, I realize, you know, I start doing Google searches and I start seeing what people have done on Google because doing a search on Facebook is kind of futile as we all know. And, you know, I just, I can't seem to find any form that seems to be appropriate because there's like form hell with Facebook, you know, there's a million forms for a million different things. And, um, it turns out that somebody, uh, said, Hey, do you know that they have a form called report pages that disappear. I'm like, well, that's perfect. That's exactly the form I need to fill out. So I filled that out and um, I ended up filling out a whole array of different forms. And I never got any kind of response except for one. And um, I'm going to tell you, first of all, this is kind of quirky, but when Facebook responds to your uh, form submissions, they don't send you an email and that you don't get a notification in your 
you know, direct message thing or you don't get the little number in the world thing. It's hidden under this silly little menu called facebook.com slash support. And I, re- I filled out the form that said, Hey, you know, um, my web fill, fill this out if your website has disappeared. So I just wrote, you know, very simply our page is fully disappeared and I included a link to it. And later on, this is what Facebook's reply was. Your feedback will be used to improve Facebook. Thanks for taking time to make a report. So <laughs> now, Eric, you had the same response, right? I did. Yeah. I went in there and, it, and I saw that it said, thanks for reporting. The page for social media examiner is missing. And the reply was, your feedback will be used to improve, improve Facebook. Thanks for taking time to make a report. Yeah. So uh, not, very, not very comforting, right? I mean, pretty much, no. pretty much an Autobot is responding to this. So I'm beginning to think in my head, hold on a second. You're like one of the biggest companies on the planet and you don't even have humans monitoring this kind of stuff. This is what's going through my bread, <laughs> my head, you know? So um, some things that I didn't think about at the time, which I probably should have done, is I should have mobilized all the Facebook admins and editors to also submit as many forms as possible. At this point, I was just, like I said, in like crunch mode, reading everyone's comments and just reacting to everything that everyone said. And I probably should have communicated with the company what was going on because I didn't, you know, um, because when you're in a crisis, you just kind of deal with things one step at a time. So I'm about 30 minutes into this crisis and it really was a crisis. And at this point, I explained to my wife, hey, I'm going to be a little busy for a while and um, I need you to be okay with the fact that uh, I'm not going to be present because I got a bit of an emergency going on. Um, Now, what I did next before I tell you what I did, I just want to, I want to acknowledge that I have been developing relationships with people, influential people, uh, in the world of Facebook, uh, for years. And I'm fully aware that a lot of what happens next in my story might not happen to you, but I also know that the plan of attack that I used could just as easily be used by you or anyone. So what I do on my Facebook page as I'm, you know, it's, it's now getting to be a bigger thread and lots of people are commenting. I start tagging all the friends that I can think of that might have contacts inside of Facebook. I tag Mari Smith, Dennis Yu, Dave Kirpin, Andrea Vall, and I just say thoughts. And, you know, this is one of the first things that you ought to consider is tagging your friends and bringing them into the dialogue. Uh, it didn't come to me at first, but it did come to me 30 minutes in because people started suggesting I do it. And, um, Almost immediately, I get responses from Dennis Yu and Dave Kirpin. And um, I discover through dialogue with them, some over private message, some over email, some publicly on the page, that had I set up the business manager account, and we talked about that earlier, um, business.facebook.com, I could have ended up granting access to somebody who is a much bigger spender inside of Facebook. And they could elevate the issue to their quote unquote handlers inside of Facebook. Now, at this point, I'm beginning to learn that the people that spend money with Facebook are the ones that get attention of Facebook. And it's kind of sad. I get it. Um, The bottom line is that if you're not spending money with Facebook, you're just not going to get a fast response. So some of the things that these guys were asking me, I couldn't provide because I didn't know how to get it. Like, what was my advertiser account number? What was my Facebook ID? I had no clue. I didn't document it. So I've since documented those numbers in an easy to find place. And I've also set up the Facebook business manager. Um, And the benefit there is um, hopefully if that page does disappear, there's still some sort of track record of it. Um, Another part of our problem is that at this point, it's Sunday, you know, 
and everybody's telling me the guys at Facebook are nine to fivers Monday through Friday. Um, Dennis Yu is the first one really to come to the rescue in a major way. And he, um, he does an email introduction and he introduces me to a guy in Austin and this is Sunday. I get a response on Monday and the response is, is, is good. It says good news. The page is still there. It hasn't been deleted, but it looks like something is preventing it from being published. I've reached out to the pages team to get an update. I'll let you know as soon as it's back up. All right. Now that was very promising. And, um, at that point, once I know that it hasn't been deleted, I immediately change course and realize this is now the next day. This is now Monday morning. And, um, I decide at this point to make my private update public on my Facebook page. And, you know, I'll, I would later come back to, um, to all these email communications I would get from various, um, Facebook people and analyze this. One of the key things is I'll let you know as soon as it's back up again. Seemed to be a message I was hearing over and over and over again. It kind of led me now in hindsight, you know, playing armchair quarterback to realize that there's probably a tiny little team inside of Facebook that handles this kind of stuff and they're inundated. And all the people inside of Facebook, I think, can really do is the same kinds of things that we do, which is tell us whether it's up or down. And it's unfortunate, but that's that's the reality because you're going to see that this story goes on for quite some time. So um, many other people start to raise their hands and say, hey, I'm willing to help. And I say, yes, please. Um, people that started to help in a major way were um, beyond Dennis, you and Dave Kirpin were Lisa Mason, Carlos Gill, Derek Halpern, Heather Dobson, Mari Smith, Christian. Um, how do I say his last name, Eric? Carcinich uh, or something. I can't yeah. pronounce that. Sean Williams, Lori Taylor. These people all reached out to their Facebook reps on my behalf. Some of these people are spending serious six digit amounts of money with Facebook. And um, that was really cool. Now, a key part of my strategy was to not rely on a single person. You know, I could have just sat back on my, I could have just rested in this one email response that I got that said, Hey, you know, I've, I've, I'm contacting someone and I'll let you know as soon as it gets back up again. But I've worked with enough tech support people to know that if I just sit back and wait, it could be weeks before this gets resolved. So my strategy was to not just get one single person moving on behalf of me, but to get lots of people moving. And anybody who offered to help, I accepted their help. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that did. So this is one piece of advice. If this happens to you, don't just stop. If one person says, I'll make a phone call or I'll make an email, keep pursuing it. So one thing that I want to say concurrently happening is once you had posted this key piece of information that the page was still there and that somebody inside Facebook could see that and that they would let us know when it was coming back, ironically, uh, Juan Felix, one of our other team members, and myself were having a phone call uh, a little bit later after that message came through that was planned. And we you know, we went about business as usual, planning our Facebook strategy, <laughs> because I think at that point we felt we had some hope. Now, we didn't feel like we were clear and, you know, obviously the page was not back, but I think we both felt, okay, we've got enough to keep moving here. So let's do that. So, um, <clears throat> you know, unfortunately, well, here's the good news. 
a lot of people told me, like Ryan Dice, Dice, I mean, said, hey, you know, this happened to me. It only took three hours to resolve. So, um, you know, I was hearing that over and over again. But at this point, an entire 24 hours have passed. Okay. So it's now four o'clock the following day. And I'm a little bit concerned because it had been like nine or 10 hours since I received that email um, saying, hey, you know, it's not deleted. And I started getting all sorts of other responses from people inside of Facebook. Like, oh, that's weird. Or we're not sure what's going on. Or who's the person that manages your Facebook page? You know, all these kinds of interesting little tidbits were all data points in my brain. And I'm like, something's up, man. Something's wrong here. So at this point, um, I start thinking, okay, a day has passed without my Facebook page, without our 380,000 fans. This should not be happening. So at this point, I start thinking, how do I escalate this without being crazy, right? Because I don't want to, I don't want to just sit back and wait because I've already waited a full day, which I think is more than enough patience. So I start surveying all the different Facebook groups that I belong to, and I I start thinking about the audiences that are social media marketers. And um, I started with this one group I belong to called the News Media and Publishing on Facebook group, which is actually moderated by Facebook Media Group. And um, I posted on there, and fortunately, someone from Facebook reached out directly to me, and it's the first time I actually got direct communication without a liaison uh, from people inside of Facebook. And then I began posting in a number of different groups that I belong to because I, and what I did was I just shared the post that I had put up the day before asking people for help. And um, this is one of the key take homes is that when you lose your page, you kind of lose your audience. And if your personal profile doesn't have a lot of connections that are industry related, it might be good to belong to some pages where a lot of your peers hang out because then at the very least you can call on people that are not your friends, but that belong to a group that have a similar affinity to you. And that was actually um, pretty successful. Um, And I kept posting regular updates on my um, long thread, you know, like, I posted when I heard from the Facebook guy, and then I posted like 10 hours later, no progress. And um, people started getting kind of upset and angry that this would happen to us. And um, I ended up reaching out to Mari Smith, and um, she was shocked that this was still going on. So she decided to share my uh, personal profile on her Facebook page to 160,000 fans. And when that happened... I also reached out to, um, I also tagged some high profile friends like Guy Kawasaki, Robert Scoble, Gary Vaynerchuk. I didn't want to, I didn't want to tag them until I felt like it was necessary. And, um, and then I started asking people, please share this with your, um, your friends because this is kind of crazy. And somebody ended up, um, tagging Mark Zuckerberg, which I thought was kind of cool. I'm like, wow, someone who's friends with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, and what ended up happening was very rapidly we had hundreds of people that had shared my post. As a matter of fact, like almost two, more than 250 people shared my posts. And some of the things people were saying is like this, if this can happen to social media examiner, this can happen to you. That was uh, a gal called a run with it VA. And someone called the Scorpion radio group said the social media examiner, Facebook page with nearly 400,000 fans mysteriously vanished. Has anyone heard of this happening or has it happened to you? Maybe this should be a wake-up call to not put all your eggs in one basket. Hopefully they, quote, find, unquote, the page soon. Then I started asking um, 
uh, my team to start sharing this on Twitter and on uh, Google Plus. And what was were people responding on Twitter as well, Eric? They were, yeah, they were concerned, very much echoing the sentiments of "Whoa, no way!" and "Wow, if this could happen to you, this could happen to me too." I'm paying close attention. Keep us updated. I started getting text messages from my friends like Pat Flynn saying, "Hey, I just saw that on Twitter. What's going on?" Um, and I also asked everybody that we we have a private staff group, so I asked everybody there to share it. So what I'm doing at this point is I'm I'm radically escalating things, right, by asking people to like share this high and wide because I think that there's power to a lot of people understanding that something's wrong and that it's crazy that Facebook's not responding yet. So um, at this point, um, I'm thinking to myself, I'm buckling down for day two. And I had a plan that uh, if two days had passed, I was going to I was going to really escalate this. So again, you know, my hope is that you're listening to this and you're saying, all right, this is a game plan I can follow if this ever happens to me. Somebody said, hey, why don't you come up with a hashtag that says bring back SME page or something like that <laughs> and get it trending on Facebook. <clears throat> and I thought that was a creative idea. But my plan was to email our 425,000 email subscribers. And Derek Halpern was private messaging me and helping me with my copy for the email. And he said something like this. He said, you might have heard about the big organic reach decline. We deal, we dealt with it. And we updated our Facebook page a lot more times per day. And now, as of this past weekend, Facebook randomly deleted our page. Yep, they deleted the page. No warning, no message, nothing. By the way, Derek's really good. Look, despite everyone who's ever complained, I still invest in my Facebook platform. I believe Facebook has the right to build a business. I happily promote my posts, etc. But I do not think it's fair that a publisher can lose their page without notice on a drop of a dime and not hear anything about it for 48 hours, despite several people I know reaching out to their personal contacts within Facebook. So this was the draft of an email that Derek helped me craft that I was going to send out at four o'clock on day two to our hundreds of thousands of email subscribers. My objective at this point, as you can see, is to slowly but surely escalate things. And um, some of you that are listening right now are probably thinking, well, why don't you just be patient? Why don't you just wait and see if Facebook gets to it? And I got to tell you guys, I've learned my lessons over the years that patience um, is important. And I could have done all this stuff right out of the gate. But instead, I had a plan and I slowly escalated. In the beginning, it was just tagging a few friends. Eventually, it was asking friends to really help get the word out in groups and sharing my links. And then, you know, the plan was to really ratchet this up to a lot of people. So the objective was really to spur a huge audience to action so that, you know, if you think about it, a lot of people would be reaching out to Facebook and Facebook couldn't ignore it. And the reason I just wasn't willing to be patient is because I've heard stories of people that it took weeks to get this kind of stuff resolved. I did my research. I just knew I wasn't willing to wait that long. I wasn't willing to just be somebody who just lets Facebook do something like this. So I go to sleep confident that the buzz uh, and all the people sharing, which really did escalate on Monday afternoon, would, would come to a head. I wake up on Tuesday morning and there's an email from Juan Felix, who is in Europe, and he's on our team. And the email subject line was, received a call from Facebook. And I'm like, yes, it's about time. <clears throat> and he said, hey, Mike, how are you? I actually just received a call from Facebook telling me everything looks okay. 
with the Social Media Examiner page. I had submitted a request for help at facebook.com slash business slash resources. Can't make a note of that. And Anna from the Global Marketing Solutions team called me on my mobile phone to confirm everything looks okay with the page. And she said the following, Hi, Juan Felix. Thanks for reaching out to me. If you're still experiencing any difficulties, feel free to reply directly to this email. It's important for us to know that we're doing a good job, yada, yada, yada. Standard, you know, standard stuff. So I, you know, asked Juan, I said, Juan, um, did you ask her why the site went down? And he said that she didn't know anything. All she knew was that it was backup. And this is when I began connecting the dots in my brain that made me believe Nobody in Facebook really knows anything. They're all working out of the same database and it's either up or it's either down. And I started getting number, a number of other messages from different folks at Facebook or forwarded messages from folks over email. And they all said the same thing. It's back up. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that when I finally asked um, what happened, because there was a guy, that initial guy that emailed me, that was introduced to me from Dennis Yu. I said, what happened to our Facebook page? And here's what he said to me. Your page was not the only one affected. Not exactly sure what happened, but it appears a backend alert was triggered that caused your page and several others to go invisible temporarily. Now, I don't know about you, Eric, but this is just another evidence that nobody knows what happened. And a backend alert was triggered? Like, what does that mean? What are your thoughts on that? My, my, yeah, I, I had my own thoughts on, first off, getting the, that Juan got the call when he re- was really not involved. He's not even an admin. Much. He's an editor. Yeah. 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 And and so, but apparently, you know, he had filled out uh, more closely the, you know, quote unquote, correct form that he got that call and response which again was kind of crazy, but then also a backend alert. We still don't know what that don't know what that means, as well as the fact that the the phraseology that goes with the words "go invisible temporarily" it still doesn't determine that had we not taken any action, would this still be invisible? My here's my here's my assessment. I think that Facebook is inundated with people having problems, and there's probably just one or two people. And they got uh, 10,000 emails in their inbox and the squeaky wheel gets the, what do they say? The grease, right? And um, I think we were the squeaky wheel. Now, here's the total irony. When the, pa- when the page went back up, here was our last post uh, on November 8th at 10 a.m. <laughs> here's what it says. It's got a picture of a woman with steam coming out of her head and holding her hand in the air. In the air. And it says, crisis management. You could log in one morning and find that your Facebook page is the nexus of a very serious reputation problem. Here's what you should do next. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, and the title of the post is crisis management help. My Facebook page is full of reputation attacks. And that was the last post that we posted. And who knows? I mean, is it because we shared this post that all of a sudden a backend trigger was alerted and our entire Facebook page went down for 36 hours? I mean, talk about total irony. Yeah. And um, when this was all done, when we were back up, was it you that posted something? It was me. T- yeah, tell everybody I, what you posted. As soon as I saw it, I click. I quickly went to uh, the page and I just posted, we're back. 
What were some of the responses you got from people? Well, lots of love. It was an outpouring of, yay, I see you in my feed, which is always nice to hear. And, oh, thank you for letting us know. We were following along. And then there was a lot of questions, which prompted you know this conversation and story. What happened? Everyone wanted to know what happened. So that's why we recorded this podcast, because we want to let everybody know what happened. I ended up sharing Eric's post to my personal profile, and and here's what I said. I said, wow, about 36 hours later, and after the help of literally hundreds of people, our Facebook page is back. And here's the irony. Our last post on February 8th was titled Crisis Management. I already read that to you. Needless to say, there will be a very detailed rundown of the entire story coming, likely as a podcast. Um, and then I tagged our page and I said, wow, being able to tag our site is exciting. And, you know, I had 300 likes and almost 50 comments. So, um, here is some of the take home messages. First and foremost, remain calm in a crisis. Um, let the process play out and, you know, don't fire all your guns in one shot, I guess is, is another, is another way of saying that. Mike hit pause. Why? The page is not showing up again. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. I wouldn't say it if it were. Wow. (laughs) You're right. It's gone, dude. Okay. It's totally gone. The story's not over. All right, you guys. Guess what? I've (laughs) recorded all this, and indeed, the story is not over. So here I am on Wednesday, November 11th, recording this, and our page is not there again. (sighs) So, you know, obviously, these tech glitches are... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are are still there and that this is a problem but you know I'm going to finish the podcast and I guess the story will have to be appended later but here's you know again here's the take homes remain calm let the process play out engage with folks leverage the community you know the, the cumulative power of your networks everywhere and encourage your team and um my frustrations with Facebook now I've just elevated even further but first and foremost there's been very limited communication from anyone who could help. I mean, like no apologies, no, hey, here's why it went down and so on and so forth. And frankly, if this can happen to us and it's continuing to happen to us, as Eric has just confirmed, then, you know, there's, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, are we putting our eggs in, too, in this one basket too much? There's, there's really... Um, it's frustrating to me because there's very few websites and pages that are more dedicated to helping marketers and businesses figure out how to use Facebook than our page. And the fact that this has happened again is a real bummer. So as Eric said, the story is not over and uh, <laughs> we're just going to have to come back to this. Eric, thank you for, uh, for sharing your thoughts today. And um, you know, we'll continue to document this progress as we go. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I've got an update for you. It's been a couple hours since I ended that recording, and I'll share what happened over that time in just a minute. Before I do, if you find yourself needing to be around other social media marketers that are just like you, and you wish you had stronger, deeper connections with your peers, and you really want to connect with people so that you can find out how they're dealing with things like declining Facebook reach or setting up their Instagram campaigns and you want to learn from the top social media pros in the world, you really ought to consider Social Media Marketing World 2016. It's our mega conference taking place in San Diego, California, and it's awesome. 
And what I want to encourage you to do is visit smmw16.com. And when you go there, click the play button on the video. And I want you to see the little tour of the experience that people had at Social Media Marketing World in 2015. And I want you to imagine yourself there. I think there's a reason why people say this is the best conference they've ever been to because we really take community very seriously and I know you'd love it. So I hope to meet you there. If you lock in your ticket before the end of the year, you have the best chance to save quite a bit of money. Visit smmw16.com. So I promised to update you on what's going on with this story. So sure enough, uh, one moment the website's up, the next moment it's down. Uh, I started posting, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We're down again. And everybody started saying, are you kidding me? This is insane. So, and then I started hearing from people saying, oh, I see your site. Other people like, no, I don't see your Facebook page. So I went to a site called geopeaker.com, G-E-O-P-E-E-K-E-R.com. Pretty sure that's the URL. And I typed in our Facebook page and sure enough, I could see in certain parts of the world, the air message popping up and other parts it wasn't. So it looks like there indeed is another glitch. And it's so crazy that it happened right during the recording of our podcast. Now, we're hopeful that it's going to work its way out, but my intuition tells me that maybe there are issues with certain servers around the world, and depending on which one you hit, the, the, the site you know, is down or up, but uh, you know, this story is not totally over. I'm optimistic that it will be over soon. You know, It's my hope that this story was more than just a story for you. Hopefully, you've taken some nuggets from this story about how to better prepare for when calamity does happen, whether it be losing your Facebook page or Twitter page or who knows what. So you can get the show notes for today's show at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 174, where you'll find a very detailed article covering all the things we talked about in this show. Also, never miss a future episode of this podcast by hitting that subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. If you love the show, would you share it with your friends? Let them know about it. And this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.